morning, everybody. Good Erev Shabbos. It's a very exciting show once again. Action-packed. You are listening to Table for Two with Naomi Nachman on the Nachum Siegel Network. Our show is sponsored this month by AHC Appliances in Cedarhurst, 530 Central Avenue. For those who don't know me, I'm Naomi Nachman. I'm about all the food, all the time. I love food. I love to shop for it, cook it, eat it, eat at restaurants, anything food-related. I'm a kosher personal chef. My business is called the Aussie Gourmet, and I also give cooking classes. I cater for Shabbat, Yom Tov, Pesach, Hanukkah parties, Thanksgiving. Anytime you don't feel like cooking, I am your gal. So I hope you'll tune in every week and hear about my cooking adventures, my kosher food travels that I love to do, a sharing of great ideas and recipes each week. But I also want to hear from you. I like to hear about your food experiences as well. So you can email me at naomi at nachamsegel.com. You can join my fan page on Facebook. You can, um, uh, my fan page is called The Aussie Gourmet. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram, Twitter, or join my newsletter through my website, which is brand new and updated with a link to Table for Two on the Nachum Siegel Network, um, and you can join my newsletters through my website, and I will promise I will only send out one a week. I do not want to bombard everybody, but I'll be sending out some recipes and upcoming shows and what I've got on that you'll be able to join me during the week as well. So if you have any great food experiences or, you know, make it a two-way conversation, I say, if you eat it, share it. I've had some great food adventures this week. I usually start off with some food adventures that I've had. Um, I gave a cooking class this week in Gourmet Glut Market in Borough Park. Um, it was a great show. We had a great time. Aussie's Fish um, has a um, – it's a well-established fish family of fish uh, – I don't know um, how to put it. Um, they've been selling fish in their family for three generations, and they, they're amazing, and they're so knowledgeable. Um, they a landmark store in Borough Park, and now they've gone inside of uh, several stores, one being um, – in Five Towns, in Gomeglat Emporium in Cedarhurst, and, of course, now in the Gomeglat Market. And it's a beautiful, beautiful store. I have never seen such a clean store. Every can, I'm not just saying it because I, I did the show there. It's really, I went in as a consumer as well. Every can was straight and lined up in a row. It is a beautiful, beautiful store. The produce sparkled. The 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 uh, takeout was looked so fresh. I know in, in all the supermarkets that I talk about, you know, I always talk about the delicious fresh food that you can get in the takeout departments. Um, but this was really, it was, it was, um, it was, let me think of the day. It's Friday morning now. It's hard to think about the earlier on in the week. It was a Monday morning. And really it was just, everything was coming out fresh. The store, store smelled amazing. Just everything was lined up and we had a packed house of ladies that have come, that have came to, uh, watch the show. I don't know. We must have had, 30 or 40 ladies rotating in and out. There was hardly a moment where there was no one there. So we we did it for about three hours and we really had a great time. And we did some amazing fish recipes. Uh, We're trying to educate people on how to eat new kinds of fish with really delicious recipes. So that was a really wonderful uh, experience uh, being out there. Um, We're going to be doing that once a month, so stay tuned. Uh, You can join my social media group and find out when I'm going to be there next. But also just, you know, I'll try and share some fish recipes on the air. Um, I want to continue with our giveaway. I I mentioned last week Esty Kafra, who wrote uh, Cooking Inspired. She is giving away a book to our listeners. 
So all you have to do is email me at Naomi at NahumSiegel.com to be in the drawing. And we're going to actually announce that next week on our show, which is going to be our supersized show in AHC Appliances. So this is a great segue for my first guest. Sandy Tao is on the line now from AHC Appliances. Sandy, are you there? Hello? Hi, Sandy. I am so excited about our upcoming show next week. Next Friday, November 15th, mark it on your calendars, 9 a.m. We're going to be live at AHC Appliance. We're going to have some great giveaways and, of course, free food prepared by Naomi Nachman. (laughs) I think everybody will enjoy watching Naomi demonstrate the cooking. Um, We have a live Wolf double oven here and a Wolf induction cooktop. But it doesn't matter what appliances you have. As long as you have good quality appliances, you can absolutely make the same foods as Naomi makes. Um, Naomi will be sharing some of her recipes with us, and I think it's going to be a very exciting show. I know I'm excited about it. Thank you, Sandy. I, you know, we did a show a couple of years ago. We had a great turnout. It was mm-hmm. a, on a Wednesday or Thursday night about two years ago, um, also around Hanukkah time, because I remember we did latkes. But yes. this, this time we're going to focus on a little bit on turkeys because it's a maybe a week and a half. Not even a week, two weeks before Thanksgiving? It is two weeks before, just a little bit less than two weeks before Thanksgiving. And and I think, you know, people have these great ovens, you know, whether it's Wolf or GE or even, you know, Hot Point. Or, and, and they they um have great settings, like the probe setting, the probe feature. And people don't know what to do with it. I meet people all the time. Like, mm-hmm. really, a probe? I don't know what to do with it. This little stick came on a wire. I just threw it in a drawer. And I feel like crying because it's such an amazing feature on the ovens. Yep. And actually, Naomi, when you did that demonstration two years ago, you taught me how to use the probe cooking (laughs) and the induction cooktop. Um, As a matter of fact, I'm sure you you remember I posted my chicken, my southern fried chicken that I made on the induction cooktop um, for this past Shabbos. Right, right. I saw that on Facebook. I was so proud. That's right. And it's really all due to you. So thanks to you, Naomi, I know how to do induction cooking, which is a safer way of cooking, a pretty healthy way of cooking. Of course, you have to use the right ingredients. Um, but you really, um, you, you've taught me well. You've taught a lot of your customers. A lot of people have come in to me to tell me how they've learned how to do different types of cooking from you. And I think that in your cooking demonstration, I think a lot of people will learn things that, that in the past they were afraid to use. A lot of these things come with the appliances. The probe come, comes with the appliances. Well, people take the probe and they throw it away. They have absolutely no idea what to do with it. So we're going to show everyone we're going to do some meat and we're going to do some turkey and then we're going to do some vegetables as well. How you, convection. People don't know how to use the convection oven. How delicious, delicious um, convection oven roasted vegetables can be. And quick, so fast. And it retains all of the healthy ingredients inside the vegetables. What people don't realize is they overcook their food. And when they overcook the food, you lose the important nutrients in your vegetables. Yes. Yeah, so when you when you cook healthy, when you cook convection, and when you cook steam, which is also a new kind of way to cook, then mm-hmm. and we absolutely have um, we have steam ovens here. We have the Wolf steam oven. Again, very healthy cooking. And what people don't realize is you can make almost any recipes inside of these ovens. Not specific convection. You don't have to specifically cook foods that you would normally think are, are better to cook convection. And the same thing with steam. 
So I think that people are going to learn a lot of new interesting things if they join us on that show on November 15th at AHC. And and the beauty about this show, it's it's a supersized show. It's from 9 to 10.30, um, but it's also going to be webcast. We're setting up cameras. So if you're living, you know, in California or you're... Or, or Israel. Or, or a, even Israel. Or Australia. Enough, I don't think Shabbos starts that early there. Yeah, not quite. Uh-huh. Um, but you'll be able to watch it or you can watch it on our archives afterwards. It's there forever. Mm-hmm. So uh, if you, you know, hopefully people will be able to come down and we've, you know, you mentioned we've got giveaways. We've got stuff from Studio Ina. We've got stuff from, um, we've got wine tastings from uh, Jay Bookspam, who's going to be there from uh, Royal Wines. Um, who else is coming? We Well, we have, um, we're going to have our meats from Gourmet Glot. Right. Oh, of course. That's right. And our food from Gourmet Glot and um I think we also have um, we have flowers from Jerusalem Florist who will they'll beautify our table. Yes, very nice. And we've even got some great giveaways. Mm-hmm, that's with, right. We've got right. some. Yeah, give, I, I yeah. Let's not give up too much away. Point, yeah, let's let's not too much things. about the giveaways. Yeah, we'll, we'll keep people on the edge of their seats. It'll be uh-huh, that's mysterious. Right. That's right. That's right. Um, but we'll also we're going to have our installer stop in. And just give a little feedback on the importance of doing authorized installations on appliances. That's another thing that people do. They don't realize the importance of having somebody that knows what they're doing and exactly how to install the appliance. Right. It also impacts their warranty. And again, it's just, these are the little things that people don't realize that we here at AHC try to, um, we just, we try to, impa- it, to impress on people just the importance of doing things right. Um, and this is what we do day in and day out. You know, we, we, we have a tremendous background on the features of the appliances and the, and the right way to use the appliances and also the right appliances for the right people. But at the end of the day, if it's not installed properly, well, it's not going to do you anything. No, it's, it's, it's so true. It's really true because I, I, I know that I many years ago when I, you know, lived, uh, in Manhattan, I had a dishwasher that was not installed properly, and the whole thing fell forward. Um, exactly. It was water everywhere, oh, big, well, big we'll mess. Go into, that, that's another little mystery thing that we're going to go into to explain these little nuances. And, and very often I get that phone call from somebody where they say to me, I don't understand it. I have this old dishwasher, and it falls down every time I pull open the door. Yeah. Well, that's, that's a little something that our, our expert installer will explain as well in the show. So we, we have some very exciting things to talk about. Okay. Um, appliances are really very interesting. I know. It's um, so funny. I'm a kid in a candy store. Whenever I walk into your store, I'm we like, have a good time. Some, some people like to go jewelry shopping or shoe shopping. I wish I could go appliance shopping every week. I like <laughs> that, Naomi. You buy, I like that. You know, you buy an oven every, you know, Five, mm-hmm. six, maybe ten years, right? What's That's the life? Right. That's right. right. I would like to do it more often to keep up with all the the awesome features. So exactly, and the exactly. prices have really, keep... you know, the prices of of, of high end ovens are have become more affordable these days. Also, oh, absolutely, absolutely. People don't realize they they just assume that things are just going up, up, up. But you know, the manufacturers they a they work with um they they work actually with the government in terms of everything has to be very efficient. And in the process of things becoming efficient, it actually brings the prices down, and people don't realize it. Yes, of course, there are price increases, as you see with everything else. Right, right. And energy saver stuff must be a big thing now, because if you've got a really old oven, your electric bills and your fridge, you know, your old, mm -hmm. especially old fridges, your electric bills are very high from just... They are, and there's such a misconception where people come in all the time and they say, wow, I have a 25-year-old refrigerator. Well, that 25-year-old refrigerator, you could have bought 
five, six different new refrigerators over the course of those 25 years, not because the refrigerator would be breaking down, but because of what it was costing you right. to run that refrigerator right, for a year. Right. You know, I've replaced every single one of my appliances, and I have to tell you, and I'm not going to share it on the radio, but I cannot begin to tell you how low my my um, energy costs have gone down, my You're, water costs have gone down. Can I tell you something crazy? We replaced all the toilets in my house this year, okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> TMI a little, right? But mm-hmm. my water bill halved. I, Literally absolutely. halved. Now, water bills aren't huge. It went from 60 to 30, mm-hmm. you know, but over like once a month times 12, that really adds up. It so makes a it paid difference. all the new fancy toilets we got with a super flush all got paid for really quickly. Well, exactly. <laughs> paid itself and, off. Just Right. And when you start amortizing that over the years, it is really a significant savings. And if you do your, between your water costs and your energy costs, that's a tremendous difference. Right, right. Sandy, thank you so much for spending some time with us. I know it's a very busy Friday morning. We've got a very busy week together next week, preparing the store and preparing all the food for uh, next week. That's right. We've already started. We're we're getting the wheels in motion over here, but we're so excited about it. And, you know, we hope to have a nice crowd over here, and we'll be prepared for everybody. Okay, great. Thank you, Sandy. Have a great Shabbos. Thank you, Sandy. And I'll see you next week. Thank you, your listeners. Thank you. Take care. That that was Sandy Tao from AHC Appliances. Sandy's our sponsor this month on AH from AHC Appliances in Cedarhurst. Uh, so we are uh, they are our sponsor and they are at 530 Central Avenue. So if you're coming down to the show, that's the address. You can look them up online, and we're also going to post it on the Nachum Siegel www.nachumsegel.com and on my own websites as well. Um, so thank you, Sandy, for spending some time with us. She's always so informative, and that's what I love about her. And that's how we met and became friends, because I would go into the store, and we'd just chat and chat, and we saw we had tons of stuff in common. So uh, we just became fast friends when we moved into the neighborhood about 10 years ago. So, um, yeah, she's gonna, it's going to be a great show. As promised, my show is going to be action-packed today, and my next guest is Chaya Frischman. Chaya Frischman is the owner of... Along with her husband Eliyahu, uh, fruit platters and more out in Bar Rockaway in the Five Towns area. Welcome, Chaya. Hey, Naomi. How are you? Great. Chaya is a big friend of our show. We've had Chaya on several times. She is an amazing guest. She's chatty. She's knowledge- knowledgeable, and she's hilarious. And we happen to be friends before this, so it works out nicely. I yeah. know. We go it's back. Like the only time we get to spend time together, Naomi, is when we come on the show. I know it's crazy. We must get together for coffee. <laughs> I would like to second what you said. That I love Sandy. I, I bought just bought a fridge from her before Rosh Hashanah, and she is such a sweet, sweet lady, and so helpful, and a pleasure to work with. So I agree with you. You have good taste in a. Uh, Appliance people. <laughs> Appliance people and friends. Yeah, no, she's, she's really great. Um, I know that you, you know, you and I, we're both in the food business and we need support. Like we need extra fridges and we need extra freezers. This is, by the way, completely unscripted. <laughs> Me and Chaya, we're just like bragging, um, gloating about our amazing friendships with Sandy, who does such an amazing job. But, um, you know, the fridges and freezers that she has on hand for, you know, that people can rent, especially higher and I in the, like, food industry, she's always really, really helpful. She's the one. I have, if people make fun of me, you know, we have, like, I think four or five refrigerators in the house and, like, a few freezers. And I my mashkiach who washes our strawberries, actually, was the one who told me to call Sandy when I needed something in a pinch. And 
I won't go back. She's just such a pleasure and fair and a great deal. I'm, I promise it's not scripted. I know, I know, it's <laughs> funny. This this is just, like, oh, I don't even know if... The person I like, spoke to and like had a whole email friendship right the show. Chai didn't even know that Sandy was going to be our first guest, so that was very cute. So, um... Yeah, how are you doing, Chaya? Thank you so much for, for joining me. Um, you know, this time of the year, we, I try to have Chaya on every season and we're now going into the winter season, right? Is it winter officially started? No, it not feels yet. like it has for me. <laughs> I'm not ready for it. <laughs> anything below like, season. anything below 50 for me is winter. <laughs> yeah, thermals after 60 in my family. Yeah. Yeah. I, I hear you. Yeah. Yeah. It's, you know, you know, I think it's part of being, gr- Growing up in Australia, even 20 years in America, does not help me. Right. Um, I, I hate I hate the winter, but you know it has so many fun things that we do. We you know that we can do. We got the skiing and we got the you know playing with a snowman, making snowmen and stuff. So it definitely has a different culture. Um, but you know it's 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 hard to get through uh, sometimes. So for me, there's nothing like you know talking about winter foods that keep us going and and healthy and delicious. So what can we t- talk about in terms of, like, what fruits are in season right now? So what, it's, what's it's delicious? It's so interesting. You say tall, warm and toasty. It's Arab Shabbos, and the house is smelling delicious because I'm getting warm and toasty with challah, baking, a, a treat. And um, thinking of, like, you know, what do I need for the winter to help survive? And the way it works is that really the fruits and vegetables that are good for your body come out in the seasons you need them. And a lot of citrus... Um, believe it or not, is, is this is a season where you get all the really great, you know, um, winter winter fruits. People are like, how's the watermelon? I'm like, I can get you watermelon any time of the year, but a summer watermelon tastes nothing, you know, is is amazing compared to the, what you get in the winter. You get the pepino small ones. I really, really encourage my customers to get all the antioxidant-rich fruits. Um, What's that? What's that? Tons of pomelos in the past few weeks. Pomelos and grapefruits. I mean, probably from seminary, you remember going to Israel, and that was like a whole activity is peeling a, a pomelo. My daughter was just talking about that yesterday with her friends. Right. You have like six inches of peel to actually get to the fruit. But once you get to the pomelos, for those of you who don't know what yeah. pomelos are, um, they're like a grapefruit, the same family as the citrus fruit, but the flesh is um, the inside. The membranes are a little bit um, thicker in terms of like um, when you eat an orange. They're not as juicy. You can't like, you know, juice a, a pomelo and get much out of it, but it has a really nice mild flavor. Sometimes grapefruits and even oranges have the acid levels are very high. The pomelos are a little bit more mild and they're just delicious. They're just, there's so much fiber if you keep you know, a lot of the inside pith on that they just fill, fill you up. And they come out, you can tell also, depending on the outside, you can't look at a pomelo and say, oh, that's going to be bright pink inside. That's going to be a little bit on the pale pink or, or white even. But this, I've, I found no correlation because we go through cases of it. I found no correlation between the sweetness of a pomelo and the color of the flesh. People love you know, the bright pink ones because they're so pretty for their table. Right, but right. But they're not necessarily sweeter. Aha, uh-huh. so you just peel it and eat it. Like you you don't really do much else with it. Like you can't put it in a salad like, you know, you have a lot of fruits and salad these days. Oh, absolutely. We, we, we absolutely. could do that. I just want to throw out some, you know, different ideas how you can use some of the fruits and salads. So in terms of pomelo, I've never thought of putting pomelo in a salad because on its own, it's just so delicious and so easy to eat. And it is a mild flavor. So your salad usually, you know, you have the mild thing is usually the, the base of the romaine or the spinach. If you're using arugula, obviously, that's a little bit sharper. Right, yeah. But the pomelo, um, I wouldn't use it so much in a salad. I would definitely, maybe I would put it um, in a fruit salad sometimes. Okay, I'm always throwing fruit. Citrus, like a citrus pomelo salad um, with some pomegranate seeds are really nice. Okay, can you make pom- pomelo juice? 
No, I feel I've never tried it. It's like a waste of a pomelo. This, the taste of it, it's like a citrusy tasting juice, but not so different than the grapefruit. When you really get a heavy grapefruit, mm-hmm. um, that's the best way to pick them, by the way. You know, the weight of any citrus fruit will tell you the quality because the heavier it is, it means the more full it is with, um, with juice. You told me that about pomegranates. The heavier the pomegranate, the more juicy it is. Right, right. I mean, the pomegranate seeds, the each, each seed, as it gets, as the season goes, wanes, as they start getting dry and whatever, like right. tiny, you get nothing out of it. But um, definitely when it comes to fruits, like now the grapefruits are stunning. They're so, they're beautiful. They're, they're com- sometimes when the grapefruits are going through the season and they're a little bit, the season's getting old, um, you'll try to segment. It's called supreming. Supreming, supreming your, your grapefruits yeah. means um, you're basically taking every last bit of pith and peel off of it so you have that beautiful, perfect, like it looks like the, can- like the canned um, grapefruits you sometimes see and you go, oh, those look so pretty, how they're so perfect. So we do that. We, we make supreme grapefruit, and those are great in salads because, like, my favorite salad. There you has- go. Thank you for sharing that. I'm going to totally try that for sure. Yeah, I could, if I had a video on your radio, I could show you how to do it. <laughs> I, could, I could tell you how to do it. It's basically you cut off the ends, the top and the bottom, and then you we use a knife. We don't peel it with our fingers. We use a knife, obviously, all around the whole edges of the of the grapefruit, getting every last bit of peel off. And then the trick is to cut the um, grapefruit in half, going from the top to the bottom, and making kind of like a V cut in the middle of the grapefruit of each half. And then when you pull that out. As you take each each segment, they come out much more easily because you've gotten like the hard um, inside membrane to come off. Yeah, we, we definitely need to see a bit of a video need on a that. Need a video. Sorry. <laughs> so maybe you can make can a YouTube you video for that for us. But, you know, like people who are visual can, you know, hopefully understood what you said. Right. Um, and we'll, use a knife. Just use a knife. And Don't a, do it with your fingers. Right. And a good sharp knife, you'll get much more precision, precision and a lot less dangerous. Yes especially in my hands. Right. The truth is people always think like, oh, sharper knives are dangerous. Nope, and nope, no, abs- the sharper the knife, the less dangerous because if it gets stuck on something, God forbid, it can cut for a person. Um, the sharper the knives are de- definitely a better way to go. So so I love, you know, in the winter, in the fall, winter as it comes, um, the pomegranate seeds mixed with the, um, the grapefruit in like kind of like a fruit salad with a little bit of, you can do like a honey, um, just a drop of honey mixed on top and you could just, Eat that straight from the cup. That's a really nice fresh, you know, dessert or even something to serve before between the fish and the and the main. It's a nice like little fruit cup to put out there. Okay, Chaya, thank you so much. You always have so much information for us. Quickly, with uh, let's talk about because I cannot not talk about um, uh, the uh, root vegetables and the zucchinis and the butternut squashes and all that. And you make incredible soups that I think people can even buy them. Right. right. So, so this is, believe it or not, zucchini is considered a summer squash, but they've been really at great prices now. The, the summer Amazing. squash is the yellow zucchini, the green zucchini, even the gray squash. You see that in Eretz They have that here now. Um, those are great for stuffing. You know, those little mini gray squashes. You stuff those with like a meat mixture and a rice mixture, like you do stuffed peppers. That's delicious. Um, but my, my zucchini soup, Baruch Hashem, is really it, it flies out um, out of here because it's so. It's low in fat, and it's really high in taste. You know, <laughs> our soups, one of the things, we have that soup is very popular. My carrot dill soup um, is my favorite. I We basically open it up every, you know, I, I'm so lazy. I'm like, honey, what are we doing for Shabbos for soup? Oh, wait, I'm going into the freezer and Take, taking, like, You're, you're eating your profits there, Chaya. Say it again? You're eating your profits. Yeah, that's a problem. <laughs> it's, it's out of our, otherwise, I'm like, I'm just going to go shopping and buy soup somewhere else. Like, I don't have time to, to make carrot right, soup. Right, so. right. So, but the the soups we make they're really good 
and they don't they taste the same, but they always taste a little different because we make our own soup stock. We don't ever use canned or even um, they have like the shelf stable ones. But even without it, no MSG for sure. But we use actual vegetables and we make our own soup stock, and we use that soup stock to make our that's amazing our barley soup and our carrot soup. Yeah, it's really so. If people want to get a hold of this soup from you, how do we do this? Uh, they can call me. Uh, my my, I can give you my phone number. And you're under the Vard of the Five Towns. I'm, I'm under the Vard of the Five Towns. Yeah, thank awesome. God. I just actually made last week. My friend Zahava suggested for last week's parsha. I made lentil soup. Oh, Red cute. lentil soup was fabulous. It was really. It was a little bit on like the Cajun spicy side. Um, and also the thing is with the soups and anything we sell, the customer will say, you know, I need soup, I need no salt in it, or I need this vegetable I'm allergic to, and we make custom batches for whoever wants. So wonderful. It's not, it's not a, a problem to, to help people who have special dietary needs here. And it's healthy. Like, guys, this is a season for soups. Take advantage because they fill you up without as many calories. Yeah, absolutely. Chaya, thank you very much for joining us today. No problem. And uh, to you. we're wishing you a good Shabbos, and we hope to see you next week. Chaya Frischman, they're going to be co-sponsors on our show at AHC. They're going to be bringing some delicious fruit and veggies to nibble on uh, while we're having our show. So uh, Chai will be there. So if you'd like to meet Chai Frischman in person, <laughs> please come on down. Um, so thank you very much. Great. Thanks so much, Naomi. All right. Take have care. a good Shabbos. Thanks. Take care. Chai Frischman from Fruit Platters and More. You are listening to Table for Two on the Nachum Siegel Network. I'm Naomi Nachman. Uh, our show is sponsored this month by AHC Appliances, 530 Central Avenue in Cedarhurst. I'm very lucky today because I've gotten some amazing guests, you know, Sandy, Chaya, and in my studio right now is the one and only Abby Wallen. Hello, Abby. Yeah. Hi, how are you? Good, and you're on. Yeah, we can hear you loud and clear. Okay, great. Okay, so um, little introduction about the amazing Abby Wallen. She is really talented. I'm always jealous of people <laughs> who are multi-talented. Um, she's, uh, you're the co-founder of Sweet Up. Uh, we, I helped put it together, yeah. With, uh, with SD Berkowitz. Yeah. Um, it's a social media network. Yeah, right. you know, we just have basically people can interact with each other online. Okay. Um, For yeah. about food and products and brands. Exactly. Um, she's also publisher of J Create Magazine, an online crafting magazine, mm-hmm. which we're going to talk about, and owner and proprietor of Not Too Shabby uh, Creations and a fellow foodie. So welcome back. She was one of our first guests. <laughs> At our first season last year, so uh, we're very happy to have you. Thank you so much for having me. Okay, so we got so much to talk about. <laughs> you okay, do. you know it's it's the season right now where we do beautiful food, amazing food that we all get very creative about. But not only do we create these amazing dishes to eat, we need amazing dishes to serve them on, because we eat with our eyes, right? We eat with our eyes. Absolutely. Yep. So, you know, I'll make this beautiful turkey and a gorgeous um, sauce and gravy to go with it. But, you know, I, what am I serving these things on? What am I using as my tablescapes? And, you know, I've gone onto Pinterest and I've seen some beautiful stuff. But, you know, Abby's just got incredible ideas. And let's, let's talk about how we're going to be presenting some of our stuff. 
Okay, so uh, let me just take you back a little bit about okay. how I even started. Yeah, let's get because... a little bit of history. Let's start with that. We jumped right into the table. No, it's scale. fine. No, yeah. it's, I'm a crafter, and I was. I actually used to work a lot with wood, and then one summer I decided that I was going to learn how to paint on glass, and I watched a few YouTube videos. I know that sounds insane to most people, but that's no, what I did. No, that's awesome. I said to my husband, I said, I'm going to learn how to do it. And I went on YouTube and I started learning and I started to just, you know, paint on glass just on my own. And then I'm, I grew up in Long Beach. I spent my high school years in Long Beach and they were having a summer craft show on the boardwalk. So I brought a bunch of my glass how pieces. How old were you at the time? Uh, no, this was like four years ago. Oh, recently. Okay. <laughs> don't, don't say your age yet. I thought you were going to say you were like nine. No, this is like four years ago. <laughs> so, um, uh, so I brought my pieces and I got sold out on the boardwalk and I knew from that yeah from that on that from then on that the glass pieces were something that was definitely sellable because everybody especially in the Jewish community were always eating yeah really (laughs) Really? I don't know anybody like that in this room (laughs) and we're always entertaining and we need nice pieces that are you know, either hand-painted or specifically catered to your dishes. You know, just because you go into Macy's doesn't mean that you're going to find something that, that actually matches what you have. So what I'll do is I'll take somebody's dishes, I'll match pieces, I'll make them custom pictures, I take monograms, there's a bar mitzvah, there's a wedding, anything. I take logos, monograms, I put them together. I do very custom pieces. That's very cool. So and, you, you make the table really pop. Yeah, totally. And so I have, I have in Not Too Shabby, I have... Two major, I guess you could say I have wholesale and I have retail. Wholesale, I sell um, just basic generic pieces to most of the stores here in the tri-state area. Right. Like Breezy's right. is like one some, of my biggest things. Okay, that's from the five towns yeah, in my we neighborhood. Love Breezy's. Yeah, she's amazing. <laughs> she's wonderful. Uh-huh. Um, w- right. Like, so if you're a listener on this on this show, where would we know to get to, this to get stuff? It. So, so if, besides the five towns, where are you? Okay, so I'm in Brooklyn. I am in Impressions. Um, I just opened up also at the Pepper Mill in Borough Park. Park. Okay. And the Gift Place in Borough Park. And in Muncie, the Mimi's Linens and Gifts. Okay. In Passaic, the Linen Shop. But you can also order all online at nottooshabby.com, which is N-O-T, the number two, and then shabby, S-H-A-B-B-E-Y. No, there there is an E in there. And the, oh, okay. And most people say, but, you know, it's very funny. I'll get a comment, like, at least once a week on my Facebook page. You know, shabby is really spelled without an E. And I say, you know, Abby is really spelled with an E. <laughs> so, right. So it's a play on, on her name. own name. Very on clever. On my name. So, yeah, so nottooshabby.com. So a lot of the pieces that I sell are salad bowls and cake domes and pitchers. You know, cake domes. Let's talk about cake. I know yes. when I go away for Shabbos. Um, you know, from meal, people like you always offer your host, and we've spoken about this before. Don't go empty-handed. Bring a beautiful bottle yes. of wine, or make a dessert, and bring it in a beautiful cake dome. Yes, you know what? One of the things, by the way, and we can talk about this later in when I talk about J Create. But one of the things that I'm trying to show, and we don't see a lot in the kosher food blogs, and you know, out there, you see it on Pinterest a lot. But when you have to cook a meal for somebody who just had a baby right. or you're going to somebody's house for Shabbos and you want to bring them a cake or you want to bring them something. How do you present that to the person? Because just by giving them like a, an aluminum tin, yeah, the food might be so yummy in there. But at the end of the day, people really look at the presentation. Right. Because we eat with our eyes. You eat with My our- mother always <laughs> says that. So it happens to be just in like, you know, the not too shabby realm. The whole entire this past month, 
most of my retail orders were all hostess gifts, bar mitzvah gifts, wedding gifts. People are hosting their fan, friends or family, and they need to give out gifts to somebody. So for a simcha, for a simcha yeah. So I've been doing a lot of simcha gifts this past month. Uh, I think it's the simcha season. Yeah, right. We've got a nice little stretch of time here. Yeah, you know? yeah. No, it's nice. But also, if you, you know, for Hanukkah, even you want you want to give your mother-in-law a nice gift, or you know, a cookie jar is like supremely so delicious. Filled with, so, filled with Hanukkah cookies. With Hanukkah cookies, or you could even do. Um, like, you know, a cake dome, a platter, but um, even gefilte fish platters. They're just cute. Oh, I don't know, like cute. anything that you'd ever want or you could ever, like, come up with, right. I do. I've even done shot glasses for a Rebbe that said, like, Yom Yishon Avodah. You know, like, you know the song, Yom Yishon Avodah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> it was like each shot glass said Yom Yishon, and there was a little pencil. And Yom Shani, and there was, like, a little, like, black hat. And Yom, Yom Shlishi, and it had, like, a little notebook. Like, this was something that she came up with. She wanted me to create, and I did it. That's very, you know, it's amazing to me. I'm not from the biggest crafters. I, you know, I'm a little bit creative in the, with food. That's where, you know, I say I know one thing well, I yes. know food well. But I'm always amazed at the creativity of, you know, you're, you're called, it's, you've got a gr- name, crafters, all the crafters, <laughs> you know. you you so crafting people. So, right, so that's the one it's thing amazing. that I noticed. Right, so that's so the one jealous. thing I noticed that, like, we just don't have out there is somebody who's really representing even the Jewish community to the crafting world because I go to the craft and hobby trade show in, in California. And it's probably got thousands of people. How many crafting oh shows gosh, do we have for Jews? No, Zero. Was, yeah, it was huge. And I'm the only Jew walking around with all these women wearing, like, wings and glitter in their hair. And it was actually really funny because I was standing. <laughs> it's like pouring in there. <laughs> right, I'm all by myself, you know, little religious Jew wearing her, you know, skirt and her, her shades. And then all of a sudden I'm standing in front of Bob Ross. I don't know if you know Bob Who's Ross. Who's Bob Ross? Yeah, Bob Ross is a very famous artist. I don't know if you would know this because you're from Australia, but as an, like growing up on PBS, the public station, yeah. there was this guy and he had like a very big fro and he used to just draw and paint and he used to call the trees happy little trees. And it was just like a really funny joke that this guy used to stand and he used to make the most amazing pictures in like two seconds and he would just draw it out. So anyway, so at the Craft and Hobby Trade Show, I'm standing there, I'm watching this woman give a demonstration on Bob Ross because he has his own line of paints. He's long dead, but now they have okay. like... Okay. I'm sorry. A yeah. movement. <laughs> okay. Anyways, so um, I'm standing there, and all of a sudden I turn to my left, and there's this woman standing there, a Borough Park lady. You know, like literally, like <laughs> so much more from here than me. And I look at her, and I go, what are you doing here? And she goes, and she looks at me, and she goes, what are you doing here? Because it was just so random to see another Yid at the Avi Trade Show because no one goes. And every time I spoke to these these people – these big companies, and I would say to them, so who do you have do, using your materials to create crafts, Jewish crafts? And they would say to me, well, we're too afraid to do it. And I said, why, why don't you have anyone doing it? She goes, we don't want to be insulting. So we, we just don't want to insult. We don't want to do something that will insult that, them, so we just don't do it. That was their, their idea. And the second thing that they said to me was is that um, they just felt like there wasn't, like, no Jews craft. And I said, are you kidding me? Oh, my Every God. Every single bubby in the entire world sews, knits. Everyone's crafting, scrapbooking, painting. We're so creative as Jewish people. So I said, we got to change it. So I created J Create Magazine, which is basically, well, J Create as an organization. As, as a teacher for 14 years, um, I also saw there was a, a huge lack of creativity going on in I, I just want to say, like, widespread, I feel, in the educational system. I think okay. that, that problem-solving yeah. and creative skills – you know, we, there's so much that we can do. You don't have to take a 45-minute lesson to, like, do art. You can completely 
use it in your own math lesson. Like I taught fractions. I taught them. I taught my kids the color wheel as I taught fractions. And I said, okay, how many of like, you know. Right. You're very creative. I don't know. There's just so many things that you can do. So my not too shabby company and all of my entertaining and the pieces that I make, I felt like, you know what? Now let's talk about all the food and, and how you can display it and how you can show it and how you can create these most beautiful tablescapes. I, I don't cook. I mean, I cook, okay? But, like, I right. only cook. It has to be 10 minutes or less or I'm not cooking it. Okay, that's okay. We have entire <laughs> cookbooks by the fabulous Jamie Geller, all about yes, quick cooking it. and quick and delicious <laughs> and fabulous. So thank you, right. Jamie, for, and Joy of Kosher and Shifra Klein for those amazing recipes. I would much so- rather spend my half hour in my kitchen crafting and making my table look beautiful. Right. So we're, we're, we're like, it's funny. So I've definitely changed. Like when I first started, when I first got married, I had these, you know, um, I was always like cooking and busy in the kitchen and I would try to do some nice presentations and, you know, but nothing, I would like try to decorate my actual plate with food, right? So if I did gefilte fish on a plate, um, I would take some mayonnaise, take some juice from the crane, right? Um, make a, a pink liquid mixture yeah. and drizzle that over oh, my filter fish, right? So that was like way back when. Like, so I've gone a little bit more creative than <laughs> that. I've got, but so that was like my wow, I am so creative. And then I've gone into now like um making big platters and having beautiful platters. I love platters, like to serve family style. Like now, I never would put an individual piece of gefilte fish on a plate and make it look pretty that way. I would take a beautiful platter, put everyone's gefilte fish, and they call it serving it family style. So I have a lot of platters going across my table. Right. And that that's my big thing, you know, how to do it. And then, and then um, you know, I would try to set my table. And I got chargers. I'm very into my chargers. I know it sounds funny with my accent, chargers. 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 <laughs> I, can't, I can't do it. So I get my chargers from lionsdeal.com. Okay, there's actually even a video clip of me doing a little charger presentation on how to use a charger. It's very cute. <laughs> so lionsdeal.com. Um, they have tons of gorgeous chargers, glass chargers, gold chargers, silver chargers, you name it, they've got it. So I started with the chargers and I started putting the napkins in my stemware. I know glassware in Australia, I think you call it stemware here. And to give the table some height. But then the middle of my table always looked blank. Right? I didn't have, I had my right. color board. And like nothing else. So I started putting out little zip bowls with, you know, filled with hummus or, you know, tomato, matbucha and olive dip. But, I, you know, I need something to, to fill that center of the table. So, you know, flowers low and wide rather than high. Right. I can't stand when you sit down at a Shabbos table and there's a big bouquet sitting in front of you. You can't see the people on the other side. I know. It's so bad. So if you have like three low, you have one in the middle and then one on the end and one at the other end. It'll look, you know, it'll look full, but you can still see people over. Right. You know what else is really great? I know this is going to sound so outrageously crazy. No. Bring it. Bring it. <laughs> okay. So in Michael's for, yeah. I don't know, if you go with your 40% off coupon. Whoa. I love that. Then, then it's like really cheap. You know, Michael's just reopened in the five towns. Where do they open? Okay. So, you know, after the storm, right, the Superstorm Sandy, they were on Rockaway Turnpike and yeah. they were really, that whole shopping center was really bad. Um, and they did not reopen till a few weeks ago in a new location, um, by Green Acres Mall where the 
where the Circuit oh, City used to be. interesting. Okay. I was really happy about that because my, my third daughter, Gabriella, is a big crafter. She's right, re- the only place near you was Oceanside. Yeah, and that's, you know, a little bit far from, you uh-huh. know, Woodmere. I mean, not so, so far, but, uh-huh. you know, it was a good drive. Nothing like just going to either Rockaway to Pike or Rockaway, it was right there. Yeah, and now we go to um, the Green Acres Mall. So they've got one there. Plenty of parking. So it's great. Okay, no, so Yeah, we're back in business. <laughs> so they have these 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 cardboard boxes, but they look like books. Okay, I know it's going to sound strange, but they're nesting books. And you basically get like a massive large one and a medium one. And then, well, you get, a, well, let's see, massive, large, large, medium, small, and tiny. And they nest what inside happened? of each other. They're books. They look like a book, like a regular book that you would have on your shelf. shelf. Yeah. Okay. It's but it's prettier because it has like more like nicer designs. But you can basically stack them up so that you get like really interesting height, and you can literally put like three or four dishes on these books. Oh, I know cute. it sounds really odd, no, <laughs> but no, it's, it's beautiful. Cute. It's really beautiful because it just it's taking something that you would normally not think of and using it for something. It's, it's else. a real book. It's a real it's book. It's not a real book. It opens up and it's an empty spot. So you can put oh, the next okay. book so it's inside. A fake... It's a nesting book. It's a fake It's a book. fake book. And we're using it as a prop for exactly. our tablescape. Exactly. I think I said that well, right? Yes. Yes. <laughs> you, you explained it way better than I did. So it's a prop, a book prop. Yes. And you basically just, you can put like your one platter and then a bigger, and then on the, uh, let's say you put it Let's say you put the big platter on the bottom, okay, on the right. on the big large one, yeah. and then you have another book on top of it. That's very a cute. smaller size book on top, and then you put, let's say, so let's say you have your gef- I'm just giving you an example. Let's say you have your gefilte fish at the bottom, okay. Then on the next book, which would be um, a little bit higher, you would have, let's say, you know, two different types of salads on that book, and then you have another book on top of that, meaning like. You're just you're basically leveling and layering your books with your food all over it, and then you have like a couple, two or three, um, two or three vases, like low laying vases with like you don't even have to have such big like nice stuff. Like you can go to my favorite place by the way to get flowers is Trader Joe's for like three ninety nine or four ninety nine. You get a big big bouquet and they last a week. But you can really do like you know baby's breath, just a nice white thing of baby's breath. I know right. that sounds insane. Right, I like monochromatic, but also like a white Shabbos tablecloth with baby breath. It's beautiful. White candles. I happen to love candles on a table. I don't do it for Shabbos. Right, for Shabbos. But for you can. a Hanukkah party, definitely. Oh, for sure, absolutely. And and Thanksgiving, you know, if you're having a Thanksgiving meal or a Thanksgiving Talking meal. Talking about candles, by the way, the best thing to use out of candles to make out of candles. You don't have to spend so much money on She's this laughing. because I'm so out of the box. But you could totally take baby food jars. And if you don't have any babies in your house anymore, like ask your friends who do have children who are using baby food jars yeah. to get. Um, all you literally do is just you can use them as a glass jar and just put a tea light in there. Or if you oh, want to use to make your own menorah that way. Right. You could. You can absolutely. It happens to be that in our next Chabad.org video, I, I do crafting videos for Chabad.org. Oh, okay. You should nice. watch them on Jewish.tv. We have like Passover and we have Rosh Hashanah. And now we're having our Hanukkah ones are coming out next week. Oh, that's very nice. And what would we'll say that again? Say it slow. Sorry. <laughs> Chabad.org. Yeah. Or Jewish.tv, which is their, um, I guess TV network. Nice. And I do a series of crafting videos with Chabad. Oh, very nice. So we we did. We showed how to make a menorah out, out of, of baby, baby food, food jars. jars. See, yeah. it's a food show. We're talking yeah. about baby food jars. And, that, and by the way, just so you know, that banana, the banana baby food that comes out is the perfect substitute for actual bananas. Like, you know, like sometimes a banana cake. You know when you, like, make a banana cake and it sometimes has, like, that black seed stuff yeah. inside of it? Okay, it drives me insane. But if you use the baby food, you you use about two or three jars in a cake. For per banana. Yeah. Per, you use it's it funny. I mean, everyone's. 
you know, I'm not going to say, wow, guess what I do? I do the carrot food for muffins, but that's like well known. Yeah. But right. I would never make my carrot muffins with like canned carrot. carrots. Like you use baby food. It's like a famous. <laughs> yeah, no, that's a famous thing. But this was like, you know, I, I, I had to make this. Had to make this video with Chabad. I had all this bananas and stuff left. I'm not throwing it out. I don't have no any way. babies who eat it. So I made banana cake. Actually, my daughter made banana cake with my husband while I was doing – I give workshops on Sunday morning. So I was crafting with my students, and my daughter was baking upstairs with my husband. You're like the busiest <laughs> mom I know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how I do it sometimes. I know. Coffee. We drink coffee. Coffee, coffee, coffee. But anyways, my, our next issue of J Create Magazine comes out um, – time for Hanukkah? Yeah, no. It, it comes out actually on Monday. Oh, right. And Great. To, I produced it along with um, uh, Mural Goldwasser um, from Oomph Creative, and she Oomph, is. I like that. I know she. You know she. Her her tagline is "Let's put a little oomph back into your into your brand." So she basically did all my branding. She did my logo. She she helps me with any creative thinking that I ever need in the Jewish world. She's she's amazing. So she's helping me to produce J Create Magazine and trying to bring back creativity into homes and schools and. We have a gorgeous white winter tablescape that we did for Hanukkah. It's where do we gorgeous, see this? Where, gorgeous. where can we see this? I okay. want to see this. So it, it's, you know, it's, you know, I don't want to cut you off, but no, it's, um, it's such an exciting time of the year with, with, with tablescapes. I know. It's so beautiful. So, you know, it happens to be that Papaya Events, she, uh, Dvor Deutsch is incredibly talented and she does all of our tablescapes for all of our magazines. Okay. And I actually had a fight with her because I a said what? <laughs> no way. No fight. No. You're too funny so to she fight. Says, she's always, she Abby, wins. No way. No, whenever no, no, I see no. Abby, she's always laughing and that's what I love about you. She's so, always so smiley. No, so it's, like when I say a fight, it means I had an idea and she was like, no. And she shot it down. That's how it works. <laughs> so I said to her that like Hanukkah is really, it's very hard because this year, Thanksgiving and Hanukkah come together. Right. Dubbed um, by Manashevitz, Thanksgiving. Yeah. So, and she was, you know, she doesn't celebrate Thanksgiving, so she wanted to do a Hanukkah table. She wanted to do a Hanukkah tablescape, but for winter. And I said, but it's so early this year. Should we do winter? She goes, you know what, Abby, this is going to be so timeless and it's going to be so beautiful that people are going to be able to use this tablescape forever. Okay. And I it's like so that. true. It's beautiful. Because it does get a little expensive trying to buy all the right props all the time. So yeah. if you could buy a classic. It's, it's, I think it's our best tablescape that we've ever done. And it's beautiful. It's all white. And silver. It's, it's gorgeous. I can't even tell. Can't. Where, where can I see so it? So you can see it on, if you go to jcreatemagazine.com. Okay. Simple, J and then create, the word create, magazine.com. And if you look at the top of the tab, it'll say issues. And then you can read, we have an issue from Shavuos, from May. We have an issue right. before Rosh Hashanah. So it's the second one. And our third issue comes out on Monday. So it'll, you'll see it. Okay. Um, it'll be there. And uh, on the also, Hanukkah issue. Yes. Um, and you can, find us, issue. you can find us on Facebook. And like us on Facebook, but and Twitter and Pinterest, but our Pinterest board is huge because that's it's all visual. So all right. of our crafts and ideas are all there. But we also share other people's content, and we also work with other companies. Like you mentioned, Joy of Kosher. Yeah. So I actually craft for joyofkosher.com. Like right now, I'm working with Mike and Ike's and Goldberg Peanut Chews, and I'm taking their packaging and I'm turning it into something else. I just started working with Dr. Prager's. So I I do the inside of the packaging, the food. I you right. know take care of that. By right. eating it, and you take care of the the outside. You, it's yes. like totally recycling, which is well, so there's, amazing. There's a huge movement now in the crafting world called upcycling, 
where you take mm. something that you would normally throw into the garbage and then turn it into something else, something that you can use, meaning like like the baby food jars, right? You 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 would normally throw those out, but now we can use them to make them candle into candle holders, or even like you know little you know even for Purim, if you want to hold them on, hold on to them for for your shalachmanos. It's like such a cute little. And also, if you just remember, there's like three different size baby food jars. You know, you right. have a tiny so little one, baby it starters and size two and yeah. stage three and. Yeah, so like, also if you wait for a coupon, you know, in the yeah, you can get them for like nothing, right? You right. know, and they're a great alternative to mason jars. But <laughs> mason jars. Let's mason tell, jars are let's a big tell thing. some of our listeners what a mason jar is. They're available at Michaels. You can get them at Michaels. You can get them on any canning website, jar.com, anything like that. It's cool. You know what my neighbor did, and she, apparently she told me I forwarded something from Facebook about this. She makes a salad for herself. She takes four mason jars. She makes salad in them. You know, like yeah. a cut up lettuce, tomatoes, pickles, whatever, peppers, cucumbers, baby corn. She puts them in a mason jar. So, right, she, she does four at a time. She puts them in the fridge. And the mason jar, because it's like a canning jar, yeah. keeps it airtight and preserves the vegetables from Monday to Thursday. So she's always got salad on hand. That is brilliant. Isn't you that know, brilliant? it's not just brilliant for her, it's brilliant for kids. Okay, right. now I'm going to use this idea because it's brilliant, like not even a joke, because my daughter, she's now in sixth grade, and of course everyone's bringing salads to school. Yeah, my so, kids also. I've so got them in she, college and high right, school. So Every day she has to salad. have it. So you know what I did, though, is I, I have two different containers, like, um, what do you call them? Uh, plastic, plastic containers. I don't know. I can't remember what they're called. I'm like Like Tupperware? Tupperware, but the not Tupperware. Tupperware. Bigger. Ziploc. No, Ziploc. big, big, big. I can't even like. Okay, doesn't matter. Whatever, a plastic container. Yes. Plastic container. So I have four different containers, and one of them says nash, and the other one says snacks, and the other one says vegetables, and the other one says fruit. Okay. The fruit and vegetables stay in my in my refrigerator, and the other ones stay in a drawer that my kids can pull out. And basically, every Sunday morning, I go to Trader Joe's or I go to uh, the local, you know, kosher grocery mart, and I buy all of my snacks. And I have like a two year old, so if I don't put away all of the snacks into yeah. separate little sandwich bags. My kids get into it and then forget it. By Monday, there's no snacks left. <laughs> I know all so, about that in my house. <laughs> so, so my kids get – basically, I, I put everything into its own serving size, right? I look at the back of the bag. It says 17 pretzels to a serving, whatever it is. I count it out, I give it all, I, and I have all of my snacks. And then basically on Monday morning or Tuesday morning, whatever, my kids can just go into the drawers, go into the refrigerator, and take one of each thing. So now you can do a salad, salad. in it a mason such jar. a good idea. And then probably what you can do is I went to the paper place in Cedarhurst. So I'm sure in your neighborhood. And for sake, you've got a similar kind of store like Amazing Savings or Paper yeah, Place. Yeah, yeah, or, yeah Amazing Place. So yeah. I bought these tiny little um, containers with lids. They literally maybe hold one ounce or two ounces of dressing. And I fill those up with dressing at the beginning of the week also. I make my own dressings. I'm very into um, making my own salad dressings because I don't like um, – I can't read the labeling on the – on the yes. ingredient list of some of these salad dressings, the only one I do have is, I always say, Garlic Expressions. That's my favorite. <laughs> Bought one. But I make a double or triple batch of my salad dressing air of Shabbos. And that will last me through Shabbos and through the beginning of the week where my kids can, and I line them up in the fridge, these tiny little prepared uh, salad dressing, you know, one right. serve salad dressings that they can take along with their, their right, salad. You can even do that with toppings. You know what I mean? Like oh, that's like cute. Nuts and, right. They, and, they hate soggy things. My kids hate soggy croutons. Know, like, yeah. So we make Ziploc bags. They'll, they'll do that themselves because my, some of my kids are upper teens, so they'll, they'll make their own little bags of toppings and nuts and, you know. No, but this, this is like brilliant. 
Yeah. So I, 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 I'll, you know, I can't take all the credit because I, I saw it on Facebook. Um, but yeah, it's a great. You know what? How many ideas, great ideas, do you find on Facebook or Pinterest? It's unreal. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. Like it happens to be that our first magazine that was read was twenty five thousand people. The second magazine that we had was one hundred and fourteen thousand. One hundred and fourteen thousand. Okay, let okay. me absorb that number. That tells me that we are not only providing extremely good content, but we are we are f- like fulfilling a niche that is not met. It's, right. People And you're the first one. So I always find that the first one. It's very you know. exciting. It's very, very exciting. And we have such amazing thing. Manashevis actually um gave us some great recipes and even kosher in the kitchen. Oh, I love Nina. Nina, Nina was love, on our show like three or great. four weeks ago. She's yeah. great. So she gave us a, some really amazing she's like alternative super. like different ideas to do for your latkes. And it was really great. And then even for crafting we have like a a DIY Lego dreidel. Hello. Have you ever made a Lego dreidel before? No, I cannot no. say I have. I have daughters. We're not so Super into Lego. Cool. <laughs> and the other thing that I love, love, love about the magazine is now every month, well, every other every other month our magazine comes out, but we will have mitzvah notes in there that you can literally just print out and use for your kids. And they're seasonal, so we have Hanukkah ones. Oh, my God. I will have, come on, mitzvah notes are so great, and we all need them. You are so creative. It's That's just... why you're the queen of kosher <laughs> crafters. Now, my aunt in Australia, Marilyn Atlas, she has been crafting forever um, since I'm a little girl. Um, she always used to help me with my school projects. Now, help me, I'm saying, I'm saying, going to say this straight out. She did them for me. Okay? <laughs> She's super talented, super creative, super patient, and she makes these incredible artworks, yeah. whatever school projects I used to have. So she was, you know, uh, my first person that I met that was really into crafting and her, and her daughter, Shelley Serba, who li- actually lives. I love Shelley. Oh, you know Shelley? Of course, that's I right. Do. So she's my first cousin. I met cousin. her through Melinda from the Kosher Food Blog. Okay, there you go. That's right, Shelley. of course, a year ago. You know ago. that we actually, Shelley gave us a really great quote that we have in our media kit for JCreate because okay, what is she it? was so impressed about it. Do you remember? Now, she said she's a graphic artist and yeah. she just thought that the graphics and the content were just so incredible. And High she praise was, from Shelley. And, she, and she, she, she basically said, thank you so much for actually producing such a magazine because it was absolutely needed. That's, that's a really high so, praise. It was really she, high praise. She comes from a long line of crafters, her, her grandmother, yeah. her mother. So, yeah. I like Shelly. Okay. <laughs> I love Shelly. There you go, Shelly. We gave you a big shout out. Yep. You know what was actually a very funny craft? That's simple, simple, simple. Is, um, at, you know, we use our latkes. We use potatoes for latkes, right? Okay. Okay. But you can use your potato, I know this sounds insane, for something else. And actually, Mural makes fun of me all the time because she thinks it's such a dopey thing. Yeah. But you can actually take your c- cookie cutter. Yeah. And cut out, put it into your potato and then cut around the cookie cutter. And when you pull the cookie cutter out, you will have a stamp. You will have an oh, image. Yeah. yeah. And then you can use that stamp to make. The potato stamp. Uh-huh. I used to do that uh-huh. when I was a kid in, in, in a, you know, in it's, preschool. It's super cute. Yeah, but then yeah. you can use that and make your own gift wrap for Hanukkah or. Um, but then you can't eat it afterwards. No, the potato is gone. <laughs> <laughs> Once you dipped it in toxic paint, we're done. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thank you so much, Abby. You are hilarious. Like, this was a great show. And, I'm you know, so it's happy. a different side of presenting a food show was not only talking about the recipe, but how we put the recipe. Um, yes. I have a great recipe that I put. I entered the Manashevitz Thanksgivuka mashup competition. <laughs> I am doing. Are you? Did you also? I know. I'm sitting here because I forgot. I like. I I I need to like it. Yeah. Oh yeah. You got Everyone's everyone's got to go on and like it and yeah, vote for it, like when, it when the time comes. Um. Yeah. So it's ricotta pumpkin pancakes with a cranberry dipping sauce. I thought of it by myself because my mother makes amazing ricotta uh, cheese uh, cheese lacquers, and then I thought. 
how can I make this for Thanksgiving? And I came up with this delicious recipe and I tested it last week on my family. There was not a drop left. I thought it needs a dipping sauce. We can't just do maple syrup. So I, I took some uh, cranberries and some um, nice. raspberry uh, raspberry jam and I made a, a recipe. And you can see that on the Manischewitz website under Naomi Nachman. You just got to scroll down in the recipe contest part. And don't forget to hit like. And when it's voting, you can vote for me. So, yeah, but there's a lot of great recipes. So, you know, I guess uh, everyone will make their right decisions. Right, listeners? Thank you very much for listening to our show today. We had some amazing guests. We had Sandy Taub. We had a lovely gush fest with Sandy and Chaya Frischman. Chaya Frischman, thank you so much for joining us today. I, I wish I could give Chaya some more time. She needs her, her own show right here. I know it's hard for Chaya to get out on uh, Friday morning. Um, they have a busy with deliveries for their fabulous fruit and soups and sorbet business as well. And, of course, we had the amazing and talented Abby Wallen, um, who shared so much with us. Um, I, you know, I just don't know what to say because I'm going to go home and, like, you know, I go on the archive sometimes after my shows and I listen to what my guests have to say again because I, I, I want to write notes because I'm busy listening and focusing and I want to, you know, absorb it all one more time. So if you want to do that, you can go on to NachumSiegel.com, go to the show archives. We have an app as well. Um, and we are on iTunes now. You can go onto iTunes, do a search for our show, Nakam Siegel Network, and then find, um, you know, Table for Two. Um, so you can catch up on any shows that way. Um, we have a big, exciting weekend coming up. Um, we've got um, a big, exciting week coming up next week with our show being in Cedarhurst, uh, live from Cedarhurst in AHC on location. I hope that people will come down and join us or watch us on the web from the comforts of their own home. Um, it's, uh, it's actually next Saturday night, November 16th, Catskills on Broadway for the amazing organization, Karen All. We've spoken about it before. They have their movie and bingo night with wine, appetizers, beers and desserts. And they're going to be showing a movie, When Comedy Went to School, it's about uh, the Jewish-American comedians at a boot camp in the Catskills. I thought that was so cute. So I plan on going to that. You can make your reservations, and it's going to be at the Westside Institutional Synagogue on the Upper West Side, um, and you can call uh, 212-279-0534 to attend. And Karen Orr is an amazing organization that helps blind children who have other multiple handicaps as well um, get through some of their disabilities and gives them gives them therapy. So it's really an unbelievable organisation to support. And of course, there'll be great food and great wine. So you know, you get to do three things at once: eat, drink, and give tzedakah. Right? How better way to start a brand new week? So everyone, thank you so much for joining us uh, right here on Table for Two. Our sponsor is uh, AHC Appliances in Cedarhurst, five hundred and thirty Central Avenue. Our show will be live there next week. We have music. All the way up to Lichbenching, sponsored by our amazing friends at Kedem. Wishing everyone a Shabbat Shalom and a great week. Happy cooking.